0: Welcome to the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Toosey. We should be manifesting love when we tell people the truth, even when the truth we are telling them is not pleasant.
1: Hi, this is Keith Toosey and welcome to Leadership in Context. We are helping believers live out the truth and lead in every context of life. Hey, I want to talk to you about truth again today from our last podcast, and I want to go with you to the book of 3 John and the first chapter. Now, last week I promised you that I was going to give you some very clear ways, right from the scripture, on how to walk in truth that leads to freedom, okay? Because if we say we believe something, there ought to be a pattern to do it. So let's look at 3 John one four. This is the Apostle John, of course, writing. He says, I have no greater joy than this, to hear my children walking in the truth. Now, think about that. I have no greater joy. There is nothing that excites the Apostle's heart, the one who is following Jesus with his whole heart, than to see that his children walk in truth. You know, I think every pastor would agree with that. Like, what is the thing that satisfies a man of God, a pastor who's leading a flock? It's to see that, not that people are perfect, but that people are pursuing truth. Jesus said this in John 4, 24. hour has come and now is, where the Spirit is seeking those who worship him in spirit and truth. That is still true today. So God wants us to be seekers of truth. When I'm looking to disciple people, I'm not just looking about where they're at and what their resume is and what they've accomplished and do they have their act together and, you know, great stuff. But I'm looking, is this person a truth seeker? Are they are they hungry for truth? And will they keep that truth to themselves or will they share it with other people? So he says he has no greater joy here than to hear his children walk in truth. And then he tells us why. Now look at the next verse. We'll just do a couple of verses here, okay? Beloved, you are acting faithfully in whatever you accomplish for the brethren, and especially when they are strangers. In other words, he says, the way I know you're walking in truth is how you're treating the brothers, especially those that are strangers. In other words, not unbelievers, but strangers that are coming into the church. How do we know that's what he means? Because in verse 6 he says, and they have testified... To your love before the church, you do well to send them on their way in a manner worthy of God. So, apparently, there were some people coming through. Maybe they were just on a journey. Maybe they were missionaries. Maybe they were being sent to help another church. Maybe they were people that were refugees and were in need. We don't know exactly. But they were brothers and sisters from other places who were passing through their congregation. And the proof that this church was walking in truth is that they're walking in love. Amen? You know, there's a message right there. Uh, the, the you know, people talk about what love is, but love is truth and truth is love. He said, send them on their way, no matter the word of God, for they went out for the sake of the name, expecting nothing from the Gentiles. Okay, Gentiles meaning unbelievers in this situation. Okay. So there we see how that they walk in truth. If you want to please God. Now, remember John 8. You know this this passage John 8:32, you should know the truth and the truth shall make you free or the truth shall set you free. Well, you know what? Let's take a look at that because again, there's a path here or a pattern that we can be able to look at. Verse 31, John 8: So, Jesus was saying to those Jews who had believed. So, the first thing we have is believers, okay? If you continue in my word, then you are my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. So, let's just dissect this a little bit. So, first of all, you've got to be a believer, okay? You're believing, and he says, and then if you continue in my word, right? If you continue in my word, First you believe, then you continue. You know, there's a lot of believers who are not continuers. I'm not going to judge their salvation. Only God knows whether they're saved or not saved. I think we have people that come to church that are authentically born again, but they are not continuing in the word. The Lordship of Jesus and the word of God are not dictating their lives. As a result, they don't have freedom. Let's follow it. Then you are disciples of mine. So when you pursue the truth, you pursue the word, then you become a disciple. Uh, a, a, a great definition of a disciple is a learner unto discipline, somebody who's always learning ways to follow the Lord. And then you will know the truth. So, and then the truth will set you free. So he says here, you have to know the truth. And that word know there is not intellectual. It's it means to It means to experience, to have a relationship with the truth. So you can't just sprinkle a couple verses on somebody and just lay hands on them, okay? And that's the way they live their life and they walk in truth. No, first he says you're a believer. Then you continue in the word. Then you are a disciple. Then you know the truth. I'm saying it to you like this. The only way to truly know the truth is through that path, is through that process that Jesus just described right here. You have to know the truth. You have to experience the truth. You have to be intimately acquainted with the truth. When the truth gets on the inside of you and not just around you, not just preached to you, then the truth sets you free. So if you are a believer who is having chronic, unbroken sin, unbroken habits, unbroken addictions, unbroken attitudes where you are not walking in freedom, then you've got to get the truth in you. How do you do that? Well, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. That's the truth. So put the truth into whatever Jesus said about that. You know, if you've got issues of the flesh, Galatians 5 tells us how to overcome the issues of the flesh. Romans 8 tells us how to overcome the issues of the flesh put those verses in you because that's what feeds your faith and you get to know truth and then when you know truth then the truth makes you free okay you've got to have it in your pocket you know money will pay your way but first of all you got to have money in your pocket right so you got to get the truth in your pocket you got to get the truth down in your spirit and when you get the truth down in your spirit then you start thinking in eternal terms, not just in factual terms, you become a person that is very hard to defeat because you're not going to let what somebody else says, you're not going to let the circumstances of life tell you what God wants to do. You're going to follow the truth. He said in 1 John that has no greater joy to see his children walk in truth. Then he tells us why he said that on how they treat the brethren and how they treat strangers, other people coming through the church. There's a litmus test there, okay? That truth and love work together because God is love. So we should be manifesting love when we're telling people the truth, even when the truth we're telling them is not pleasant. Okay, let me say that again. We should be manifesting love even when we tell people the truth, even when the truth we're telling them is not pleasant. So if I warn somebody of the judgments to come because I really love them and do not want them to enter into those judgments, I do not want them to be separated from God to go to eternal hell, I am loving that person. Now, if I'm telling them that truth because I'm offended with them, I don't know that I'm loving that person. I could be truthful, but I'm missing the boat here. And that's what the Apostle John is talking about that he sees his disciples, his children, walking in truth. And then Jesus gives us a great explanation in John 8 on how the truth works, that if we continue in it and we become his disciples and it gets inside of us, then we know the truth and then the truth sets us free. So when you're discipling somebody, And they're believing God for deliverance. They're believing God for liberty. They're believing God for growth. What is the truth that they're standing on for that? Is it just a desire? Well, you know, unbelievers have, you know, a lot of the same desires. I mean, most unbelievers want the same things that believers want. They want love, joy, and peace. They want a healthy family. They want to have a good marriage. They they want to be able to balance their checkbook. They want, I mean, you know, most of them want the same thing. But what is the basis for that one thing? What are they going to do with it when they get it? And who are they relying on? See, that's where truth comes in. So it's important that we just don't rely on our attitude, but we say, okay, God, this is what you said in your word. This is the truth I'm standing on. This is Jesus, what you taught us when you were on this planet and what you've told us to do. That's the truth. See, I may be shy. But God has said I'm a witness, so that's the truth. So therefore, the more I soak in that truth and that truth gets in me, even though I may have a personality that's not extroverted like some other people, I'm still going to share my faith. That's how the truth works, okay? The truth will make you free. Listen, walk in the truth. Just don't store up for yourself. Walk it out and share it with somebody else. This is Keith Tusey for Leadership in Context.
0: How does the truth work? First you are a believer, then you continue in the Word, then you are a disciple, and then you know the truth. The only way to truly know the truth is through that process. When the truth gets on the inside of you, not just around you or preached to you, then the truth sets you free. Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusey. Join us next week as Keith continues to equip believers to lead in every area and venue of life. As always, like, subscribe, rate, and share our podcast. To contact Keith or ask him a question, email podcast at nrpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at nrpastors. See you next week.